Hello and welcome to the Professional Societies Podcast. I am Lisa Fisher, Senior Director with Professional Pricing Society. Today we will feature Ron Baker with Verisage Institute. Visit Verisage at www.verisage.com. Today's topic of discussion is an upcoming online pricing course entitled Introduction to Pricing on Purpose, Creating and Capturing Value, featuring Ron Baker and his colleague, Ed Kless. Hello, Ron. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Lisa. Thrilled to be here. Great. We're happy to have you, and we look forward to all that you're going to share today. Please, why don't you, for our listeners, introduce yourself and speak about how your career in pricing came to be. Well, I started my life as a CPA in a big eight accounting firm, so I'm a recovering CPA. And uh, when I opened, when I left the big eight, I opened my own practice, and I realized very quickly that the billable hour cost plus pricing was a pretty crummy customer experience. So we started to experiment. This was back in 1989 with value pricing in my firm. And I was so excited by the results, and the customers loved the certainty so much that I started teaching it to my colleagues. And then I wrote a book in 1998. Well, somebody in the PPS community read that book and Eric Mitchell got a hold of me and invited me to do a first keynote at uh, a PPS conference. This was back in 2000. And so I got to deliver that keynote. And of course, from there, the rest is history. I met all the pricing legends, Tom Nagel and Reed Holden and Bob Cross and Tim Smith and uh, been with PPPS ever since. And uh, in 2006, I published Pricing on Purpose, Creating and Capturing Value. And then my latest book on pricing is Implementing Value Pricing, which was published in 2011. Awesome. Well, we are excited to um, get this course up and running and get promoted for all of the individuals out, individuals out there waiting to get some awesome information. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this course and why this topic is so important, Ron? This course is, I, I, I did it with my colleague at class and we do a radio show together and we kind of did it in a little bit different format rather than just, you know, us lecturing. We actually have a discussion about the slides and the, and the various topics. So it's a much more informal type uh, program than you'd probably normally get in, in a typical webinar. And we have found that to be very effective learning tool because we both come from different uh, industries and, and have different experiences. So I think that works really well. But the course is really about the theory of value, you know, creating and capturing value. And we think it's really important to have a, a clear theory of, of what value is. And we, we kind of go back to the Austrian School of Economics and think that value is completely subjective. So value is really a feeling more than it is a number. And so we talk a lot about behavioral economics and also why cost plus pricing is such a suboptimal pricing model. And um, tell me a little bit about, and this is kind of off, off script, if cost plus pricing is, is not as palatable, why do you think so many firms still currently use it? <laughs> it's a great question. I've, I've thought a lot about that. I think, uh, first off, bad ideas have a long shelf life. <laughs> bad ideas can hang around quite a while, and especially in industries or professions. And also, cost plus pricing is easy. Everybody understands it. And uh, a great economist by a guy named Herbert Simon coined a term called satisfice, which is a Northumbrian term. It means it's a combination of uh, sufficient and satisfy. In other words, 
we do good enough. Business people really aren't out to optimize or maximize profits. They're out to do good enough, satisfice. And I think that's part of it as well, because although cost plus pricing can certainly be profitable, it's suboptimal because it, it is completely silent with respect to value to the customer. It looks inside of a business and looks at costs and desired profit wishes. And it doesn't explain how the real world works because if cost plus pricing was a, it was a real theory of value, no business would ever go bankrupt because it's pretty easy to put a price above a cost. <laughs> That's not rocket exactly surgery. Exactly right. So Exactly right. So why don't we tell our listeners what key takeaways they will learn from this course and how it will benefit them in their day-to-day -day roles? Well, we, we start out by explaining the theory of value, and there's been many, many theories of value throughout history, economic history, and even back to theologians and others. And we kind of uh, go through that and land on the subjective theory of value, which dates back to 1871, 1874. And then we talk a lot about why businesses need to price the customer and not the product or the service. If value is indeed subjective, then we're pricing is really going is we're talking about pricing customers and in some sectors this is easier than easier uh, done than in other sectors but it's still possible especially in the professional or the service sector and then we also talk a lot about how behavioral economics influences pricing that that businesses should think of themselves as price searchers rather than price okay. takers and there's a big difference there. We also discussed there's no such thing as a commodity. I think what, the one word I'd like to banish from the business vocabulary <laughs> would be the word commodity. There is no such thing as a commodity. In fact, Lisa, it's funny, that was the first keynote uh, presentation I did for PPS. And it was very well received. And then we actually also talk a little bit about the fairness and ethics of price discrimination because it's a topic I'm very, very interested in since I teach ethics. And we talk about the social welfare benefits of price discrimination. And I don't think it's widely understood that price discrimination allows for things like children's pricing and poor countries to get you know certain mm -hmm. types of drugs that they wouldn't get. So uh, all of those things are combined into, <laughs> into this program. Well, it sounds amazing. I am um, actually looking forward to it myself. The, the takeaways um, seem like they can run the gamut of industries. Um, it's not really geared towards one particular, but in your opinion, which industries and or individuals will benefit the most from this course? Well, when PPS approached us to do this, they, they kind of wanted us to focus on the professional services industry. So accounting and law and advertising, consulting, any business that sells a service or even combine services with their products, I think will benefit. The great thing about a lot of the stuff that Ed and I teach is it's all rooted in economics and economic theory and, and marketing theory as well. But economics, when you when you boil it all down, is really just about human behavior. You know, there's nobody here but us humans, and humans buy things, and humans bring their own biases and perceptions of value, and their own, um, you know, cognitive biases to making decisions, and their own confirmation biases, and all these different things. And this is why uh, uh, behavioral economics is so important. So. We're just trying to study human behavior here. And, and since it is grounded in economic theory, I think any business will uh, pick up lessons from this, uh, from this course. 
That's awesome. Um, and in your opinion, we at PPS do a lot of live events, as you know, but we also devote a lot of time into cultivating content that we can share online. In your opinion, talk about some of the benefits and maybe um, some of the not so good things about learning online. Well, I, I do a lot of both. I do live instruction a lot and I've been doing a lot of webinars because that's just, it seems to be growing at an incredible clip and I'm, I'm thrilled to see PPS doing more and more of these. I, I think it's great if you're already an expert or you're already got some knowledge about a topic, online learning allows you to go deeper. I think it because you can you can learn at your own pace. You can stop things and go back and take notes at, at your own leisure and listen when you when it's convenient for you. So I think there's enormous benefits to that. Some of the drawbacks, obviously, with live instruction, you you obviously get that interaction with the audience. You get to network with your peers. Uh, in the audience and and the instructor and and so it, it doesn't have some of the rich context of that human interaction mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but from a pure learning standpoint I think it can be very very effective if you're already familiar with the topic and you just want to dive deeper and so we kind of structured our course with that in mind that these people are are going to have some knowledge of pricing and we wanted to we wanted to dive even deeper Excellent. And I think that's why we kind of focus on both streams of learning, because we still have audiences that prefer online, and then we still have audiences that want the live interaction. So we're going to keep giving our audiences both and um, hoping that they will continue to come back to us for all their pricing training. Well, Ron, Excellent. is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Um, we thank you for joining us. I know um, now is the time we leave for you to kind of give a little pitch for your business and your company, and we'd love to hear all about what you have going on on your side. Well, you can contact me. I'm on Twitter at, at, at Ronald Baker. I'm one of the LinkedIn influencer bloggers, so you can follow me on LinkedIn. I have a, uh, some hundred articles up there. A lot of them deal with pricing and uh, me measuring what matters and and other types of uh, issues uh, surrounding the knowledge economy. And you can find me also at verisage.com, the website you already mentioned, which is the think tank that I run. It's got 20 fellows spread out around the world that uh, engage in pricing education or practice it every day. And then the other thing is I do a radio show every week with my colleague Ed Kless, who, who did this course with me. PBS, and you can find all of our shows at thesoulofenterprise.com. We've been on the air for four years, and we've actually had uh, people like Kevin Mitchell on from PPS and Tim Smith and, and Reed Holden and Bob Cross and, you know, other pricing uh, people and also a lot of behavioral economists. We've had Dan Ariely. We've had Rory Sutherland on, who mm -hmm. has keynoted for PPS a couple of times, yes. I believe. And so... Yes. Uh, it's a very fun show. It does run live at 1 p.m., but you can also find it at iTunes, uh, on podcast, or wherever you get your, your podcast. So, it, again, it's the soulofenterprise.com. Awesome. Ron, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your insight. We really enjoy talking with you and hope to have you back again very soon. Visit our website, the Professional Pricing Society, pricingsociety.com, for additional information on all of our offerings. Also, PPS is headed to Chicago for our 29th Annual Spring Pricing Workshops and Conference, May 1st through the 4th. Go to our website to get all the details, and our speaker lineup is published as we speak. Also, get social with us on Facebook and Twitter and our blog, 
pricingauthority.com. Twitter is at Pricing Society and Facebook is the Professional Pricing Society. We're very active and engaging. We love to hear your thoughts. We typically or Thursday questions get engaged with us. So the Professional Pricing Society has over 15,000 members on our LinkedIn group. That's another forum where individuals from all industries um, are sharing knowledge and asking questions. So a great way to find out information and connect with others that are doing the same things that you are. And stay tuned for our monthly pricing podcast where other industry experts join us to share their pricing best practices and knowledge. Ron, it was awesome speaking with you and I hope Thanks, to see you Lisa, soon. Thanks, Lisa. I'll see you in Chicago. Take okay. care. All righty.